Welcome out performers. I always say that self-limiting beliefs are the governor on your individual potential. And by governor, what I mean is if you're familiar with what a governor actually does for an engine, it regulates or limits the speed of the engine or how fast something can go. So when I say self-limiting beliefs are the governor on your individual potential, what I mean is that you are never going to go faster, you're never going to go farther or higher than any self-limiting belief you have for yourself in any area of your life. And in this episode, what you're going to hear is a, an excerpt from one of my keynote speeches where I talk about the cycle of peak performance, or you could very easily call it the spiral of peak performance. And I give an example of how I was limited by a bad belief system really early on in my life that held me back all the way up through my collegiate years. And had I not had the self-awareness to be able to recognize that I was operating by a really bad story and a really bad belief system, I'm sure I'd never be here speaking to you on this podcast. I would never be speaking on stages, and I certainly wouldn't have written any best-selling books. So that part of having the self-awareness of how our belief systems impact our thoughts and our feelings and our behaviors and our results is a really key aspect to being able to outperform and achieve peak performance. And I think the other part of recognizing potentially a bad belief system and where this cycle or spiral of peak performance actually starts is your brain is really smart. It's going to find evidence to support whatever your belief system is, good or bad or otherwise. So if you find that you're limited by some type of belief system, or if you're saying, I, I really feel like there's a little bit more toothpaste I could be squeezing out of this tube, well, your brain is going to find evidence in the results that you're getting or not getting in your personal professional athletic life that validate or that give evidence to that belief system. And I think one of the things that I know you will see if you're able to just remove that governor and go just at a little bit of a, a faster speed or a better kind of belief system is your brain will then start to find evidence and find reinforcement and validation for that newfound belief system, which will only further strengthen it in terms of what you're doing. And trust me, after you listen to this episode and listen to me tell the whole story uh, from the keynote speech, it will make sense. I know that it is going to serve you. And it is one of those things that if you truly want to be able to maximize your potential in any area of your life, it is something that we all have to look at if we want to go faster, farther, higher, better, or outperform in any area. So I hope you enjoy this episode, and as always, keep outperforming. Welcome to the Outperform Podcast. My name is Scott Welly. I'm an author, speaker, and the founder of Outperform the Norm, a global movement that helps people achieve peak performance in their personal and professional lives. I've spent my life working with top performers in business as well as athletics, and each week, it's my aim and mission to bring you an inspiring person to share their personal stories and insights, or perhaps it'll be a personal message from me, but with one very simple goal in mind, 
to help you outperform. Your time is precious, and I want to thank you for spending with me here today. But just one small ask before we get started. If you find value from this podcast, the greatest way that you could possibly thank me would be to head on over to iTunes or whatever your favorite podcast platform happens to be and give it a five-star review. Also share it with somebody that you know that you would like to help outperform so we can all grow this movement together and strive to make the world a healthier, happier, higher performing place. Once again, thank you for being here. And without further ado, let's get started. And what happens is we actually establish belief systems in a lot of different areas of our lives. And what happens is those belief systems, they kind of they simmer in the crock pot, so to speak. And then those belief systems end up driving our thoughts, which drive our feelings, which drive our behaviors. And then kind of the sum total of the things that we do or that we don't do end up becoming the results that we get or that we don't get in our personal, professional, athletic lives or otherwise. Okay, late in the day and that just sounds like a whole bunch of psychological gobbledygook, right? Like, what the heck do I do with that? I'll give you an example of how this actually played out and how it really held me back for a long period of time in my own life. What you're seeing on the screen right now, I have one sibling, older brother Jason. He's a year and a half older than me, he was a year ahead of me in school. And this was actually a Facebook memory that I got last August. It was a five-year Facebook memory. And we're doing a cheers with a glass of champagne after he defended his PhD dissertation at Georgetown University. And if you're wondering what he's wearing, he's actually with the Franciscans. He's, he's a Franciscan friar, he's a priest. He lives over, I was telling this story over lunch, he lives over in Rome, Italy. Lives just outside of the Vatican. And, and in addition to some of his priestly responsibilities, saying mass, hearing confession, etc. He's also the director of graduate studies at PSI. And PSI stands for the Pontifical Institute for the Study of Arabic and Islam. If you're taking notes, you might want to write that one down, right? <laughs> Took me a couple of years to probably get to a point where I could say that without stuttering through it. But he's director of graduate studies at PSI. He's got a PhD from Georgetown. He's got a master's degree from Notre Dame. He's got a master's degree from the University of Chicago. He is the guy that, I don't know if you've ever played the game Trivial Pursuit, but he's the guy that, okay, we're gonna fire this up, we're gonna play Trivial Pursuit, like you three will be a team, you know, us three will be a team, your table will be a team, and then my brother will be sitting over at a table by himself, like as a table of one. And it's so annoying because he usually still wins, I don't know that I would call him a savant necessarily, but especially the academic part of it, like always really came very easily to him. And I don't blame him for this. I don't blame my parents for this. But I started out with a belief system when I was really young. I had a belief system that I wasn't smart. And I thought no matter what I did, I was never going to be as smart as my brother. That obviously led to feelings of demotivation, of disempowerment, behaviors, never really tried very hard, never really applied myself at school. And the results I got, is that for the longest time, all the way up through my junior year at the University of Wisconsin, 
was just an average student. It was just a C student. And so we're all on the same page as I'm talking through this. If I start out with a belief system that I'm not smart, think no matter what I do, I'm not going to be as smart as my brother. Feelings demotivated. Behaviors don't try very hard. Results I get are average or are C's. What do those average results or what do those C's further do to my underlying belief system that I'm not smart? They reinforce it. They confirm it. They validate it. And that, my friends, is the way that the game is played. That's the way that the game is played. And that's where when we look at something like this, it's actually not just a kind of round and round. It's actually something that can either spiral us upward or spiral us downward. And I start with this part of it because we have belief systems, and this is certainly not an exhaustive list, but we have belief systems in so many different areas of our lives. As you sit here right now, you have belief systems about your ability to lead. Big and small, courageously and authentically, how you show up. We have belief systems about our worth, whether it's worth in terms of, I don't know, monetarily, and this is what I feel like my compensation should be, or whether it's just my worth as a person and how I feel like I should be treated. We have belief systems around productivity, around growth, around collaboration, and team building, and how nicely we play in the sandbox with others, right? We have belief systems around conflict, around change, around trust. I could just be up here right now and I could just say kind of the token self-help personal development lines like, you know, just turn that frown upside down and like just think happy thoughts. But if you really truly want to know why we do or why we don't do things, it is because of this cycle of peak performance. And I'm positive you wouldn't be where you are today, here right now, and here late on a Friday afternoon, listening to me yap in the closing keynote, if you didn't have some fantastic belief systems, right? Like the interesting part about it is who knows why we kind of end up like we do in different areas. I had great belief systems athletically. I thought I could do whatever I wanted to if I, if I put my mind to it and if I worked hard athletically, but academically, I was telling myself a really bad story. And what I will simply tell you is, for every person that I've been fortunate to meet that has ever said to me, whether it's a coaching client or otherwise, that has said something to me to the effect of, you know what, Scott, I really feel like there's a next level for me. Like, I really feel like there's just a little bit more toothpaste I could be squeezing out of this tube. What's almost always holding them back is some type of faulty or some type of bad underlying belief system. Now, I can't do any voodoo hypnosis necessarily on you, and, and I didn't bring any psychedelics with me to help, like, <laughs> remove a bad belief system. I mean, I think I brought it up in the opening, right, that self-awareness is one of the greatest skills any of us can have in this life. And having that self-awareness of just what is the story that I'm telling myself, what is the belief systems that I have around a lot of things, and how is that driving a lot of my thoughts, feelings, behaviors, and results? And to go back to Wisconsin, for the life of me, it's, it's one of those times where you can only ever connect the dots looking backwards or going backwards, right? Like, I didn't understand any of this stuff at the time. 
but I remember it was the summer after my junior year at Wisconsin. And I was paying my way through college. I was bartending my way through college. I was just young and single and looking to mingle. You know, like I was, I was just doing my thing. And I remember literally to this day, I remember waking up one morning and I was half hungover because I'd bartended the night before. And I literally remember saying to myself, you know what, Scott? You're paying a lot of money to be average. Like you're paying a lot of money to get C's. And maybe you're never going to beat your brother at Trivial Pursuit, or maybe you're never going to beat him at Jeopardy, but what if you just simply adopted a different and a better belief system? And all psychology majors at Wisconsin are required to take a notoriously tough five-credit class, experimental psychology. I was going to take it that summer. It was going to take up eight weeks of my social schedule. And for the first time in my life, I actually tried. I actually applied myself. And at the end of the eight weeks in experimental psychology, I got a B plus. And I still consider it to this day to be the best grade I've ever gotten in my life. And it got that spiral going back the other direction. And I'm convinced that if for whatever reason I didn't have a little bit of that epiphany or that self-awareness that I was telling myself a bad story, I am 100 percent convinced I never would have started my own business. I never would have been fortunate enough to, to build a speaking business, to write some books, and to be here in front of you right now. And hopefully I'm not getting long-winded as I talk about this, but I think it's a really important thing for all of us to ask ourselves, is just what is the story that I'm telling myself? Past, present, future. Past, what has happened, what has not happened. Present, what is happening, what is not happening. Future, what may happen, what may not happen? Is the story you're telling yourself a good story? And is it serving you as you try to show up as your best self, personally and professionally? Is that too deep on you on a Friday afternoon? <laughs> is everybody still with me right now? <laughs> All right, I appreciate it. Thank you, thank you. Hello, outperformers. Three more quick things before we sign off here today. First and foremost, thank you so much for listening to this episode. I understand how many different podcasts are out there, and I do not take a single second of your time for granted because time is truly our most valuable asset. It is our most precious commodity, and I appreciate you taking that time and you spending it with us here today. Second, if you found value in this podcast, maybe you've noticed, but podcasting has gotten quite popular as of late. And if you would like to help support the Outperforming Movement and the Outperform Podcast, one of the best ways that we can get it found is for you to give it a favorable review and rating on whatever your favorite podcasting platform happens to be. So head on over to iTunes, head on over to Google Play, and give it a favorable review. And while you do that, also share it with someone else that you know that is just like you, is driven by growth and wanting to be the best personally and professionally in every single thing that they do. Number three, if you want even more 
tools and tips and strategies to be able to be your best personally and professionally, head on over to scottwelly.com. That's S-C-O-T-T-W-E-L-L-E. There are loads of different resources for you on everything from goal setting and grit to resiliency and focus to confidence and motivation and routines and habits and everything that you can possibly imagine to help you be your absolute best every single day, personally and professionally. Once again, if you'd like to access those free resources, head on over to scottwelly.com, S-C-O-T-T-W-E-L-L-E. So as I sign off, thank you again for spending your time with me here today. Keep outperforming and as always, wish you the best of health, happiness, and high performance. Have a great day.